You're listening to the Underdog Sports NFL Show with host Chris Horwadell and Mario Hines. Brought to you by Underdog Sports. Each week, Chris and Mario welcome current NFL stars and discuss the biggest news from around the football world. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Underdog NFL Show. Chris Horwadell joined by Mario Hines. Mario, my friend, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. All things considered, I'm trying to keep a smile on my face. Um, but it's really hot here in Michigan. I always do a weather update in these things. You know, <laughs> as the longer hot weather extends, the more I either think about global warming or turning on my AC. And I, I went with the AC route. Yeah, why would? Like, the AC is just a given. Like, yeah. why would the AC not be on? I don't understand the people who are like, eh, I'll suffer through it up until a certain point. No. No. If it's warm, you turn on the air conditioning. Yeah, like really, like it's okay. It, it will balance itself out. It's fine. It's really yeah. Fine. I know. I, I get. We want to do good things for the. We we want to be good to the earth and all of that. But we can. I'll make up for it. I'll I'll be carbon neutral. I'll go plant a tree or something once it gets a little bit nicer. <laughs> exactly, and I um I stick to that commitment. So it makes it much easier to just flip the switch. <laughs> exactly. So we find ourselves in the last week of our positional ratings. We've got the safeties this week, uh, and uh, we we got through it. How this uh, seemed to time out really, really well. I mean, we're geniuses to to underline, um, you know, the the very very obvious. We are geniuses. <laughs> yeah, no question about that. Uh, let's. Uh, I guess I guess I'd be remiss if I didn't talk a little bit about what is going on in sports right now. And that is that all three of today's NBA games have been postponed uh, largely because of the shooting of Jacob Blake. Where do you stand on this? Do you think this is the right way to handle this? Or is, where do you stand on the, the today's boycotts? Uh, I was talking to my brother about this earlier, uh, and it's it's hard to speak negatively about the boycotts. Yeah. I, I think it's all well-intended, which, which you know, is nothing but positive. Um, I think the boycott is a better... Uh, move to make than than what has has been you know proposed and what has been occurring in the NBA. Again, good intentions were there as well, but you know awareness is not uh, the issue anymore. I think so. Maybe boycotting turns into another thing, which uh, I'm curious to see. So that's where you know another you know a uh, grain of salt is given. But all in all, it's just it's it's yes, it's, it's awareness for a thing that I mean people by now should be pretty aware of and you know it's more mm. just line drawing and, and and see where people stand and then another decision has to be made after that so i'll applaud any any pressure to draw the line yeah no for sure no question about that i i feel like you know there's a lot of talk today about oh will this be the end of the nba season i don't think there's a chance that's no. going to happen there's it's too much money on the line Quite frankly, all we have to do is finish three more rounds of the playoffs and the salary cap won't drop as badly as it would otherwise. But, man, it's a weird situation. I wonder if a half step is taken, the league and the players meet tonight. I believe they're meeting around 8 o'clock tonight. Um, I wonder if another half step is taken forward by the league and something like, I don't know, allowing the players to wear the names of the people who have been killed by the police or shot by the police or something like that. Something that they were somewhat hesitant to do at the start. Yeah, I think they're definitely thinking um, and trying to be proactive. The meetings would suggest that, will imply that. And I think with the players being 
um, vocal about you know, through their interviews, important interviews, obviously with, with with what's going on on the court. You know, taking the time to speak on it, be um, visibly you know shook shook by it, uh, and mm-hmm. and t- taking that seriously in this meeting. So something I think uh, of change and likely something that will also be a a, a, a fire firecracker. You know, something that's going to gain attention is going to come out of it. Um, who knows what it could be? I think innovation obviously would be would be something that would benefit the league and 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 take your chances with just trying something new. Um, mm-hmm. I think revising, you know, or going with something that they were uh, against doing earlier may not even be enough at this point because you've got a, a you know a, a lot of folks, fans, and and, and other players saying like, well, we kind of <laughs> said we maybe shouldn't have played in the first place. So I think something has to give that at least satiates uh, those thoughts. Yeah, I was always a little confused by the NBA stance. I know there was an issue, I believe, of you know clearing clearing it with the the uh, victims' families to use the names. But the WNBA, I believe, they all have Breonna Taylor's name on the back of their jerseys. So hmm. never been a hundred percent sure about what that was. But you know, hopefully, this is a catalyst for some positive movement. And I guess that's all we can ask for at this point. Right. Yeah. Well, we can't. We have to be realistic and also show some yeah. grace and, and and with what we're if we're what we're saying we're uh, we're going up against and the things that are just uh, horrible to think about and comprehend but are are real. Um, it's not going to be uh, the NBA's job to fix. So again, right. any incremental thing, any step forward, um, you know, anything that at least if it doesn't feel to you like uh, patronizing, then I think it's worth celebrating and hoping in hopes that. You know, it's it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, of all the sports leagues, the NBA has definitely done the most for America this year, given that they uh, are responsible for funding the new uh, the new uh, coronavirus test, the saliva direct test that is apparently the best of all of the coronavirus tests. So they've they've made their mark. It's where's the NHL at? Let's it's the NHL got to step up. <laughs> you know, the NHL may uh, it, it's they, they I think they they're the league with the most uh, international teams, I'm pretty sure. So they're probably like, you know, uh, I think so. Eh, eh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like um yeah, in fact they're all playing. I believe they're all playing in Canada as a matter of fact as the NHL season picked back up. So they they at least have a little bit of distance from the, yeah. <laughs> the atrocities that are uh, that are occurring here. Though stuff's not amazing. In uh, oh god, I just keep getting more and more texts from my friends who are reactionary about what's going on. Uh, mm-hmm. But apparently, apparently Kenny Smith just left a TNT broadcast in support of the players' boycott. So uh, oh wow, the jet. The Jet, okay. Kenny the Jet, yes. He was once going to be my direct employer uh, in a completely manufactured situation uh, where awesome. I, was talking to, I was talking to Isaac Austin, who was an NBA player for a very long time yep. on one of my other shows. And he's like, he told me he was going to try and put an ownership group together to buy the Nets. And his plan wow. was to hire Mark Jackson to be the coach and Kenny Smith to be the GM. And I weaseled my way in as Kenny's assistant GM. So uh, if oh, Isaac yeah. Austin ever buys the Nets, I am set. And I mean, I'm hearing rumblings. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Somehow, <laughs> I think uh, I don't think Jay Z is selling to Isaac Austin. But uh, <laughs> good luck to you, my friend. Uh, let's get into this. So we are in our last position group. I think I think we go about this the same way that we did last week. I will read off. Oh, I didn't share. The, let me do that while uh, while we're talking here. 
I'm I'm a complete knucklehead in that I did not do a, a Zoom share for the screen, but I've got a list of defensive backs in front of me, and uh, we're going to go ahead, decide whether or not they deserve to be in the conversation, and then afterwards we'll do a little, do a little ranking of them. So let me just uh, begin this screen share and, and send you a, a little electronic mail, Whoa. and uh, we will be... All good to go. What a what a also a perfect time to be talking about safeties with uh, all the things happening in Baltimore <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh my God! What a, who would have known that Earl Thomas was this much of a knucklehead? Like Jesus Christ! The, he literally he literally showed up late for for a, a, a practice because he said he needed to get his car washed. I mean, I just don't the the fall from I don't know what to call it grace. Is has been amazing. Kudos to Pete Carroll for keeping under wraps for so long, because I, I I would hate to think that this is new behavior. It may it may be growing, and they are getting more extreme. But you know he's always been kind of a vocal, emotional, passionate guy. But at first, you know he was just a. It seemed to be a, a get the job done, and we're like, whoa, Earl Thomas is excelling, and now like who wants him on a mm-hmm. roster? It's 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 that Antonio Brown thing. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, even the Cowboys, who were forever linked to Earl Thomas, apparently, like they're like, no thanks. He doesn't. Yes. He doesn't meet the ca- the quality of character of player we want on our roster, and that is not a good sign for any human being. Yeah, like Just. If you can't beat the Cowboys' vetting system, then. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's a team that once employed a, a guy who stabbed another player in the neck with scissors. Ah, uh, the Michael <laughs> Irvin days. Who can forget? Oh, Who man. can forget? All right, the uh, the Zoom link has been sent, and I've oh. got our I've got the screen share all set up here. Yeah, hit this yeah so and you know, and you've got you've got Tony Jefferson potentially uh, potentially signing with the Browns to replace Grant Delpit. One of, by the way, two injured really really good rookie safeties. Xavier McKinney broke his foot today, and there uh, there's worries oh. about a Jones fracture. He may be out for the season. Okay. So both Delpit and McKinney may be missing the season. Tony Jefferson may end up back in Cleveland. After famously spurning and insulting the Browns in free agency a couple of years ago, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that only the Browns could, br- could get back with the girlfriend that completely trashed them online, uh, and then still be willing to be like, yeah, I mean, she's cool. Only the Browns. yeah, after, I don't think after Tony she Dungeon got older is, and kind of like haggard. All, <laughs> it's no, I, I don't know. It's it's terrible. It worries me that they wouldn't be. But I, th- I think you might be right. <laughs> Do you think Earl Thomas finds a job? You think uh, he's an he's an NFL player? I think he does have. He gets one more chance. I think he gets one more chance. I mean, and where's Eric Berry at? I mean, where's not Eric Berry? Well, Eric Berry too, I guess. But where is Eric Reed at? Eric, I thought I thought we decided oh, Eric Reed was good again, and now now all of a sudden he's uh, nobody wants to sign him. It's it's been interesting. Again, another thing I talked to my brother about, and it's like it's a travesty. What he's good? Like you, this is a position yes. that. This is a position that has a major, you know, can have a major drop off. Mm-hmm. You can't mess around with the safety. I mean, so I don't. I, it's it's interesting. It's really interesting. All right, I'm also all right as you. All right, you are in. We've got this going. Let's start on our list. The uh, the top player on this list recently traded to the Seattle Seahawks for an absolute haul. Jamal Adams, uh, 14 games, 2019, 61 tackles solo again once again all i care about solo tackles we're not going total it's nonsense <laughs> six and a half sacks seven passes defended a pick two forced fumbles and a fumble recovered jamal yeah, adams uh, is he on the list he's on the list 
put him down. <laughs> yeah, I suspect that he might make it. Uh, let's see. And uh, I'm just, every time my phone goes off, I'm just fascinated to see what the the next th- there there's there's this talk of ending the playoffs and i just don't see that happening no i think uh, no 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 for right, a number of reasons but um one like there's i don't think in sports history there's been a almost like a hands up we we were wrong you know that mm-hmm. would be too big of a like okay okay we got it wrong like mm-hmm. knee jerk i haven't in any fashion so that alone outside of like literally literal logistics to shut it down and in reasons monetary reasons like the ego of it would, would prevent that as well agreed and it seems weird uh, i mean i guess in the grand scheme of things the the logistics of it don't matter, but it, it seems weird to go through all of this and then not finish and right. make that money for the salary cap next year. Yeah. yeah. And you can explain that <laughs> to level-headed people. I don't know. Um, yeah. yeah. Number two, Derwin James, Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, add him to the list. I, I The more I watch of, uh, of Derwin James, it's all I can say. Mm-hmm. The more I watch of this young, young man, highly impressive. All right, Mario, we have to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Chris, and did someone say playoffs? The NBA and the NHL are in full swing, and our partners at Bet Online have you covered. Get in on all the action, including a new NBA playoff bracket contest that gives you more chances to win. And I don't have to tell you this, more is better. But it's not just basketball and hockey. Major League Baseball continues to push through the summer, and there is no shortage of ways to get in on the action, as Bet Online has hundreds of odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. So take advantage of every sport and remember the casino never closes. It's always there for you to check out and enjoy. So head over to the website at betonline.ag today and do not forget that promo code podcast1 so you receive your welcome bonus. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Mario, we're back. Let's get back into this. Yeah, limited to five games last year, 23 solo tackles, uh, pass defended, but obviously one of the more talented young safeties in the league. It, uh, at number three from the Washington football team, can't believe I didn't get that wrong, Landon Collins, 2019, 15 games, 78 solo tackles, one sack, four passes defended, two forced fumbles, and uh, a heck of a season. Yeah, great season. Obviously not counted on to, to really make plays, uh, catching catch interceptions, but has been a guy that does his job really well and leads. Um, so, yeah, add him to the list. Number four, this is a little bit of a surprising one here, and uh, these are it's worth pointing out this is kind of a mix of real rankings and fantasy football rankings. That's why this guy is up this high. But a good player nonetheless, Jordan Poyer from the Buffalo Bills really elevated his game over the last couple of seasons. 2019, 16 games, 71 tackles, a sack, three passes defended, two picks, three forced fumbles, and three fumbles recovered. I mean, worth putting up there. Not a lot to say about them, uh, but just that secondary in Buffalo with those young guys, something's uh, get something's up. How about the new highest paid safety in professional <laughs> football? Yeah, for real. From the Arizona Cardinals, Buda Baker, uh, sixteen games in twenty nineteen, one hundred and four tackles, half a sack, six passes defended, big goose egg on the picks. That hasn't. Doesn't have a pick in the last three seasons. Uh, forced, one forced fumble, one fumble recovered. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where better with us than without. Uh, and they're, they're, mm-hmm. he's got to be a glue in the locker room. I'm going to add him to the list. 
Um, but it's one of those things that fits the system um, and is doing a, a lot for that team, which I don't know what would be duplicated elsewhere. So we'll see how that falls out with stacked up against some how other guys. How about becoming... How about uh, having the agent that gets you the highest, makes you the highest paid uh, safety in football, despite the fact that you don't have a pick in three years? <laughs> that guy, that guy could probably get a job uh, selling anything to anyone. Yeah, earning point. earning is money for sure. Uh, yeah. Player you're probably familiar with, Mario Hines, up next from the Detroit Lions. Tracy Walker, 13 games in 2019, 82 tackles, eight passes defended, an interception, and a forced fumble. Tracy Walker has been a, a silent delight. I'm surprised to see him rank so high. Um, I enjoy him, uh, and I'm going to add him to the list. Mm. I, I can appreciate that, but uh, st- how he stacks up, we will see. But uh, definitely um, uh, someone who, who, was, who was a pleasant surprise last year uh, in his limited role and, and stepped up with, with more time. Yeah, it feels a little bit high right now, but uh, yeah, it's fair enough to me as well. Uh, a, a player who spoilers will uh, will be on an underdog program very well could be the underdog NFL show in the next couple of weeks. Cincinnati Bengals Ooh. Sean Williams uh, in twenty nineteen in twenty nineteen Williams uh, played sixteen games, eighty tackles, a sack, three passes defended, and an interception. Yeah, super consistent guy, um, and, mm. and, and and fun to watch as well. Add him to the list. I like him. Can't not be on the list because he's going to be on the show. So he has to be on the list. Regardless. Imagine. Imagine. How that <laughs> no favoritism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, I, well, I like talking to people about Cincinnati about how garbage Skyline Chili is. So that, oh, that makes me it. happy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, got the, I got Darquez Denard to kind of talk some trash on uh, Skyline Chili. <laughs> that place is not good. But apologies, all you Ohio fans. Up next from the Minnesota Vikings, Harrison Smith, 2019, 15 games, 65 tackles, a sack, 11 passes defended, three picks, three forced fumbles, and two fumbles recovered. Uh, a walking stat line for sure has been mm-hmm. has been a pleasant, you know, surprise first round pick, obviously, but um, has plateaued. We're gonna add him to the list, uh, but won't see much much uh, favorite favoritism once he gets on the list. Yeah, I was wondering if you were just going to keep him off uh, in total. I was, I was captivated by every word there, seeing where that was going to go. <laughs> uh, Honey Badger, up next, number nine, 2019. Honey Badger on his third team in three seasons, played 16 games, 63 tackles, two sacks, 12 passes defended, four interceptions. Yeah, add him to the list. And I'm, again, with seeing where Tracy Walker is at and then seeing where, where uh, the Honey Badger sits, uh, very interesting how these rankings are going. Um, very underrated value, but the production is also there. So, uh, For a player who was at one point, I believe, the highest paid safety in all of professional football, Kevin Byard from the Tennessee Titans up next, 2019. 16 games, 60 tackles, 9 passes defended, 5 interceptions. Yeah, don't get me wrong. He hasn't um, disappointed by any stretch, I think. Uh, Tennessee, um, by my own, you know, same doing, th- their players t- tend to get bypassed or underrated. Um, we're going to add him to the list, and, and it'll be surprised probably where he finishes out. Oh, I can't wait to see. Uh, a second Cincinnati Bengal up next, Jesse Bates the third, uh, the 23-year-old from Wake Forest entering, I believe, his third season in the National mm-hmm. Football League, has played all 32 games so far. Last year, 16 games, 70 tackles, nine passes defended, three picks, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovered. 
And this is where I get a little skeptical because, um, you know, again, I, I've said this on many a show. Someone has to make mm-hmm. the play. Um, and Jesse ends up on that side of the evaluation more than the other side of making the play uh, or finding the okay. play and, and being having an impact. So not going to put him on. Um, we'll see if he, he grows into, you know, a top 10, top seven safety, but not definitely not now. Yeah, I wish I would have had the PFF safety rankings up uh, to sort of counterpoint this because they are going to be so different. Like we haven't even we haven't gotten to a guy like Anthony Harris yet, and Anthony right. Harris might be the be- might have been the best safety in football last year. So it's this it's going to be interesting to see how this list goes. I'm I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Uh, but another guy who made a case for being the best safety in football last year was Justin Simmons from Denver in 2019. He played 16 games, 65 tackles, a Glorious 15 passes defended from four interceptions. Yeah, talk about a guy who took advantage of, uh, you know, injured veterans and, you know, finding a, a mm-hmm. place to be a leader on the defense and then putting up numbers. So add him to the list. And again, another young guy whose name we should definitely keep in mind uh, going forward. Yeah, made himself some money last season for sure. Uh, okay, yeah, that's a cornerback. Here, let's talk about former Philadelphia Eagle Malcolm Jenkins. <laughs> uh, gotta miss you, Malcolm. In uh, in 16 games in 2019, Malcolm had 63 tackles, two and a half sacks, eight passes defended, four forced fumbles, and a fumble recovered. As valuable as Malcolm Jenkins is to have in a locker room, in a meeting mm-hmm. room, and I mean on the field as well, but it's time mm-hmm. to say that. The lack of overall production uh, on the on the day of games, impact plays, um, is going to affect how he's ranked against others, and that's going to come into play today. So I'm actually not even going to add him to the list. Respect all he's wow. done as as a pro, though. Yeah. Look at that. We're uh, this is this is borderline scandalous. It is. the The next player on our list, the guy who was traded for. Huh. Uh, for for oh God, Jamal Adams, I forgot his name. For Jamal Adams, along with multiple draft picks, of course. New New York Jet safety Bradley McDougal, fifteen games in twenty nineteen. McDougal had fifty two tackles, half a sack, six passes defended, two picks, forced fumble, fumble recovered. Yeah, um, not gonna add him to the list, uh, and we're gonna see why. How uh, big of a disparity is between um, the guys we have already and and, and a guy like him. All right, let's go to the next player on our list, Taylor Rapp, safety from the Los Angeles Rams. Rookie last season, played 15 games, 62 tackles, eight passes defended, two picks, and a fumble recovered. Now, Taylor Rapp flashed um, pretty often, more more than I was expecting uh, when he was when I was able to, to catch uh, either uh, Rams highlights or, or or see some of their games. Uh, he definitely flashed. Mm-hmm. I think he's too young to to stack up against some guys, but you may okay. see a Tracy Walker esque. <laughs> shout out to Tracy Walker, a Tracy Walker esque <laughs> rise and impact uh, per his team uh, this year. All right, uh, we we talked about his brother a little earlier, but Justin Reed, the next player on this list. The, uh, the 2018 third-round pick out of Stanford played 15 games in 2019, 57 tackles, five passes defended, two picks, and a fumble recovered. Uh, Justin Reed's a very, very good player, um, and I think that's where it's going to start and stop. 
Uh, I think mm-hmm. he'll be a consistently good player throughout his career. Um, but I don't know if he'll ever, you know, rise above what he already is, which is a serviceable, good safety that can start for you for for relatively cheap, and that won't get you on this list. Yeah, a little bit of a step back in 2019. Obviously, he missed a game, but the numbers dropped pretty much across the board. So yeah. maybe the, the Texans were hoping for that step up where he becomes one of the game's preeminent young safeties and just, just kind of didn't get it. But uh, that's yeah. okay. Plenty of time. Let's, uh, let's talk Eddie Jackson from the Chicago Bears. Uh, Eddie Jackson in 2019, 16 games, 51 tackles, a sack, five passes defended, two interceptions, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovered. Eddie Jackson is a part of that Chicago defense that is highly surprising uh, when you when mm-hmm. you see them, but also on the other end, you know, surprising why they just can't close games. But it's usually sure. not because of Eddie Jackson, so we're going to add him to the list. All right. Up next from the Seattle – no, that's a cornerback. That's a cornerback. <laughs> yeah. From the Tennessee Titans, uh, safety Kenny Vaccaro, guy who has uh, been around a little bit early in his career. In 2019, 16 games with the Titans, 51 tackles, a sack, five passes defended, one interception, and that's it. Yeah, Kenny Vaccaro, is, his production is off the charts considering, but, man, the bonehead plays just flash at the wrong moments. They, yeah. they really highlight uh, <laughs> what you don't want uh, in Kenny Vaccaro, who you know I thought was going to have a long career with the Saints, um, but... And they were willing to part ways with him. And I think Tennessee may end up doing the same after this season. So um, I won't add him to the list. All right. Um, Let's see. For the record, Eddie Jackson made the list, right? Yes. Okay. Because I just sort of jumped into the next player and I lost my my way a little bit. But uh, (laughs) I found my way back. From the Green Bay Packers, former Penn State Nittany Lion Adrian Amos, his first year in Green Bay, 16 games, 68 tackles, one sack, eight passes defended, two picks. Yeah, pretty good player, uh, replaceable guy. So we're definitely not mm-hmm. going to add him to this. From the Seattle Seahawks, uh, Trey Flowers, 19 uh, in uh, 2019, 15 games, 65 tackles, two sacks, eight passes defended, three picks, forced fumble, fumble recovered. Yeah, let's not be surprised if his game elevates uh, just yeah. with, with a slight role reduction, but also just learning from um, Jamal Adams and, and being able to be put in, in opportunities that are highly, you know, highly likely that he'll succeed. Um, so not yet on the list, but definitely a, a, a name that's highlighted. All right, let's go. Uh, let's go. Jabril Peppers, twenty-eight, twenty nineteen. His first year with the Giants ended be- early because of injury, but fifty-one tackles, five passes defended, a pick, three forced fumbles, and uh, that's all she wrote. Yeah, Jab- Jabril Peppers. <laughs> Are we done talking about him yet? Yeah, it's just he was <laughs> not the player we expected him to be. No, and at, at any level, I'm I'm willing to go as far as. And so I kind of want to continue that trend in saying like, okay, he'll he'll probably be in the league for quite some time, but um, yeah, not 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 a, a able to be compared to the rest of the guys. Well, I'm wondering who else we're gonna put on here. Uh, you know, yeah. Terrell Edmonds is is very young, and I don't know that he's got the the numbers to hit your criteria. Uh, does does Keanu Neal manage to make the list despite playing four games in the last two seasons? Absolutely not. Um, uh. 
Oh, man. Where? Okay. Uh, Sean Davis in Washington. Again, uh, played one game last year. Chin's a rookie. Ronnie Harrison is extraordinarily young. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's, uh, there's got to be. It's like, I refuse to believe. Uh, that's not good. McCourty. Uh, Jonathan Abram, <laughs> who, I mean, that's not going to do it. How, how, let's talk about Trey Boston. Trey Boston is a guy who is never signed by the time the season starts, always ends up having a fairly productive season. In 2019, 16 games, 53 tackles, 11 passes defended, three picks. Is that good enough to make this? I mean, it it would be if he was on a team. Uh, I could give him an honorable <laughs> <That's> mention. <fair. laughs> if I could give him an honorable mention, but he won't have any opportunity to redeem, you know, what we, uh, what I would think of him. You know, so, I, I mean, he'll, <laughs> you throw him on the list, he'll end up probably being behind everyone else just off of what we're, how, how I'm ranking him. Is he back in? Oh, he is. A, he's back with the Panthers. All right, congratulations, he, Trey Boston. All right, yeah, bucked, bucked the trend. Yeah, uh, but I, th- I feel like if we didn't think he was worthwhile before, we probably don't think he's worthwhile now. I'm gonna go ahead and say Rodney McLeod doesn't deserve to be on the list. No, uh, we can end that right there. Yeah. Uh, Micah Hyde. I don't know. Again, there's a lot it's of been ordinary a while. here. <laughs> yeah. How? Ha ha. Where do you? Where do you? Where do you stand on ha ha? Um. I mean, he he stands he stands on uh, being a quality player for a while. Um, in Chicago, he didn't do what was expected, but he he has been formidable every other year, which would have put him um, in the rankings. I mean, he was at one time considered, you know, a guy not alongside of Harrison Smith, but in that class. And I don't know if he's he's there anymore. No, I don't think he is either. I'm just. I'm really just fascinated to see where the hell Anthony Harris is. Like, <laughs> yeah, did is we m- somehow miss Anthony Harris? No. Because, I mean, we're like, you know, Carl Joseph and Jerron Harmon territory here. So I'm just going to go ahead. Do we think Anthony Harris deserves to be on the list, yes. right? Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll get the, uh, we, 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 we know Anthony Harris should be on the list. All right. Anthony Harris makes the list. He is a, he's a write-in candidate. <laughs> Which is fair. Uh, let's 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 rank let's rank these players we have. All right, I'm the gonna list do something a... I think unprecedented. Okay. I don't know if I've done this just yet. I'm excited, but I'm actually gonna go one A, Jamal oh. Adams. Okay. One B, Derwin James. All right. Wow. Mm-hmm. The league in uh, very good young hands. Yeah. Who is our? Uh... Okay, so. So how do you do when you do you go straight to three? How is how do you work? Yeah. I would go two. Okay, good. All right, we're gonna go two. Um, we're gonna go uh, Tyron Matthew, who whose impact is I don't understand how he got that low. Yeah. Um, or how yeah. he keeps changing teams. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I think he wants money and is not shy about it. And I, I think teams, fair. I think teams are like you know what? Well, is there a <laughs> reputation? Is there a reputation that surrounds Honey Badger too that's just maybe not fair given where he is as a human being, but the perception still persists? Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, I'm not saying it's warranted or justified, but I think a part of that is that he hasn't manicured himself, if that's the right word. Yeah. Uh, well, to well, say I think he 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 does the right things, even will go as far as to say says the right things, may not say them in a way that people would relate to or express them in a way that that would say like you have grown. In any way, but uh, it's like very vocal guy in any sense. But 
Um, next up, we're gonna do um, Kevin Kevin Beard. Okay, on the list number three. Mm-hmm. Number three. Yeah, has, has game has not dropped off any, so I'm very. Uh, we're gonna go Landon Collins. No. Four. Landon Collins on the list at four. Yeah. We're gonna honor Harrison Smith uh, at six. Okay. He's, he won't get any better. He won't get any better than this, though. Uh, oh, is that like five? Miss, okay. Yeah, yeah, I think we missed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I you skipped it. five there. But congratulations, uh, Harrison. You move up. Anthony Harris. There it Six. is. Right in candidate, superb Anthony Harris. Yeah. Couple of Vikings back to back. Back to back, which uh, could be interchangeable if you really get down to it. Um, we're gonna go Sean Williams. All right, congratulations, uh, Sean Williams. I will let him know that he was the number seven ranked safety in the NFL and <laughs> Great, get his thoughts on do. that. Uh, I'm actually going to go Eddie Jackson here. I like it. Uh, and I'm very surprised that Tracy Walker was ahead of Eddie Jackson. I get it. Um, I think it's more apparent with Tracy how much Tracy Walker helps Detroit than how much Eddie does help Chicago. But uh, I think Eddie just plays the position uh, at this time pretty, pretty much better. He's a game um, changer. Gonna, yeah. Uh, I think we're going to go Buddha Baker next. Buddha, Buddha, Buddha. <laughs> All right. Justin Simmons. Good spot for Justin Simmons. Mm-hmm. Then we'll go and Walker. Can I Ford. tell you, I feel like this is where the list ends. <laughs> I mean, there is a drop off. Not like uh, there is, there is a drop off, but um, I think the, I think they're closer to being on the list than not being on the list. Uh, if they can, they have to elevate their games, obviously. But even uh, a consistent season from either one of them will, to the average fan, and and to be fair to them, putting up consistent, you know, uh, numbers like that will, will, will warrant being in the top fifteen. Yeah, no, that's that's entirely fair. I just feel like where this is with the guys who are on this list, I agree. It's it's slightly unfair to them to continue this list with fringy players, and we have a top ten. I agree. I like that. I like All that. All right. So Jordan Poyer and Tracy Walker make honorable mention honorable to the mention, top yeah. safety H- list. The actual list at it goes as Justin Simmons, number 10 from the Denver Broncos, Buda Baker, number nine, Arizona Cardinals, Eddie Jackson, number eight from the Chicago Bears, Sean Williams, number seven from the Cincinnati Bengals, Anthony Harris, number six from the Minnesota Vikings, his teammate Harrison Smith, number five, Landon Collins, number four from the Washington football team. Kevin Beard, number three from the Tennessee Titans. Tyron, Honey Badger Matthew, number two from the Kansas City Chiefs. Derwin James, 1B from the Chargers. And Jamal Adams, 1A from the Seattle Seahawks. That That's a pretty good list. I think so. I think so. I wonder, does it feel, maybe it feels like, despite the fact that there's really, really, really good young talent at the top, Maybe not as deep as some of the other positions we've seen so No, far. especially lately, yeah. There were some positions that were, were were pretty difficult to leave guys off, whereas this one you're like, uh, you know, like again, like that Harrison Smith area is where it starts to you start to see a change. It, despite the fact that Buda Baker is the highest paid safety in NFL history. <laughs> you go figure. Yeah, I, I think in other lists hard to keep people on, uh keep people off, and in this list it didn't make sense to include more. Yep. So it says well said. Says all you need to know when it comes to the safeties in the NFL. Mario, we did it. Those we are did our it. Got it done. Hand 2020 positional hand. rankings. Yes. Uh, unless you feel really strongly about going back and doing the offensive guards. 
I mean, I was thinking there's a couple punters uh, that I want to make sure I establish as elite, but I think I'll be able to sleep without doing it. All right. I, I think I can support you there. So that is going to be this week's episode of the uh, NFL show. Uh, for Mario Hines, I'm Chris Forward. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here a little later this week.